Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello, everybody. This is Humble and Hungry, and I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back. Very nervous for today's episode. (laughs) Let's just start with that. I'm very nervous. I'm anxious. My tummy is getting a little grew-grewy, if you know what I mean. I have Susan Allen. She's a medium. And I had her on a couple weeks ago on my Patreon where she basically was talking about how she got into becoming a medium and, you know, sort of what the spiritual world is like for her, what she sees, what it, what she, you know, sort of what it all means to her and whatnot. And so if you're part of Patreon, by the way, I love you. Thank you. I want you to be the godparents of my next unborn child. <laughs> Today, uh, we're going to be doing a reading. And she had said on the show, you know, I, I want to do a reading with you. I'm like, absolutely, let's do it. So I've, and I talked about this already, but we had done one reading with her back in 2020 after like literally everyone was dying on us. Um, and we had lost so many family members and, you know, friends and whatnot. And so, um, just needed some closure and she gave that to us and some um she was also just like on point with you know i had been going through my whole career change at that point uh, let's call it career change with air quotes uh and so she was sort of telling me what was about to happen and she was spot on which i hate that i'm like even teasing that because i can't tell you guys but anyways she was spot on um so I'm curious to see what she says today. Um, if anything is too, too personal, because remember, this is a very public platform. Um, if there's anything too, too personal, I'm just going to throw it on Patreon. Not to be an asshole to those that listen to the show, but sometimes there are certain things that, you know, I maybe don't want for everyone to know and just like my close-knit circle. So I hope you guys um, can understand that. But uh, I will let you guys know that know about that at the end of the show so without further ado let's get myself read (laughs) please welcome susan allen so if you remember i do an opening prayer and it just gets me into the zone with you And it's also protective and it's grounding. So everybody drank water after this. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, okay. It's a very very good one. All right. So just relax and sit back and close your eyes and take a few deep breaths. I do it with you. 
Relaxing and letting go. Relaxing and letting go. And imagine a white light, God's light, coming from the center of the earth, moving now into the soles of the feet, moving into the ankles, the calves, the knees. And imagine this ball of loving light in your thighs, settling into your lower back, turning the color ruby red. Filling your entire lower belly with the color orange. Moving into the upper belly, filling the upper belly with the color yellow. And moving into the heart area, turning the color emerald green. And filling the light into the lungs, breathing this light into your lungs. Taking this ball of light and placing it in the center of your throat, turning the color sky blue. And taking this ball of light and placing it in between your eyebrows, turning the color indigo. And shooting this ball of light out through the top of your head, having it hover above your head 10 to 12 inches. Imagine this ball of loving light turning the color purple. Visualize this ball of purple light turning into purple raindrops, giving you a spiritual cleanse. Beautiful. If you haven't already done so, open your eyes. I'm going to tell you who comes in right away. There's a woman that comes in. I'm not kidding. She has long gray hair. I don't know if she let her hair go long in life. Mm. And it turns gray later in life. But I feel like this is a great grandmother of yours. I don't even know if you have a picture of this woman, but she comes in pretty strong for you. Hmm. She she came in like I couldn't really get the details of her face. They were kind of like very white light, very angelic presence that she, when, when I come in and I start like trying to communicate with her, she says that she was always guiding you. She's always guiding you in your day-to-day life. She's always around you. Um, she says you don't like to get up early. It's hard for you to get up early. Like, particularly, she tries to help you get out of bed early. Because <laughs> um, she thinks this would be better for you to start the day much earlier so you could get more things done. She brings in the time of 5 a.m. would be a good start time. As hard as that might sound, I just feel like it would change the course of your life. Like the things that you could get done between five and six are going to take away the end of day stress and the end of day um, hurry, hustle, bustle. Mm. Um, And she also comments on your husband. Um, She comes in and she says he has a very strong light around him, like a white light that he is, um, you know, part of your soul family. This is definitely something that comes in strong for you. And she wants to know, oh, she wants, I feel like, um, I feel like this is coming on your mother's side of the family. Like this would be her great grandmother. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she has a picture of her, but she, she feels very, very strong for me. And now a male energy comes in for you and it feels um, like a, a paternal on the paternal side, I feel like this man comes in very, very strong for you now. And I feel like, is this your dad? Is your dad in heaven? No. Your grandpa? My grandfather, yeah. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. I have two grandfathers that have passed, yeah. Okay. I Okay, so I'm going to say, I want to say, let me just get more information from him. 
Um, did you have a grandfather that would have enjoyed drinking or like to drink more than the other? Yeah. Okay. And so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested whether he had an issue drinking. He just tells me that this is the one that comes in. She would know me because I drink a lot. Okay. <laughs> and he, he comes in saying that he made, um, he made life hard. Would, would this be your mom's dad that would have, mm-hmm. yeah, he made life hard for your mom at times. Um, and he said that he wasn't the greatest father and he wants you to get that message to her that he uh, is always around her, helping her. He says she laughs a lot and that makes mm-hmm. him happy. She's very, very funny. And he says she's learned how to laugh a lot and laugh about things and, you know, get to get things off her chest. And she kind of makes you laugh too, because she's very, he says she's very goofy and funny. Mm-hmm. And she keeps like, she keeps trying to lighten your heart. And I do feel that he helps your mom, helps you, helps your mom because of, you know, he said kind of like, he calls himself an imbecile. He goes, I was an imbecile. And he goes, I wasn't there for my children. And he said, this is something that I learned when I crossed over and I deeply, deeply regret it. He also brings me a pot of gold for you. Like literally, like, you know, it's so cute. Like it looks, I know he's, you're not Irish, but it would look like the leprechaun bringing a pot of gold. That's kind of what he brings in for me, for you, that this is, um, I understand. And he's talking about this, not even being close to where you're going. This is just the very, very beginning in terms of future endeavors in terms of, you know, what's happening in the future. And I, I do feel like I know you're authentic and you have this authenticity and your podcast is all about bringing in the now for people. But I feel like there's some acting coming in where you wouldn't be Natalie, you would be somebody else, you'd be an an alter ego, and you would be acting. And that's what comes in. He shows me this. And he's also holding a small dog. I wonder is did you have a small dog that crossed over? That this man would be holding for you, yeah, bringing it yeah. In. Her little, her name is Boo Boo. Oh, because he he brings me, he brings her in for you when he holds her and he <sighs> makes her kiss your face, <sighs> and and he says, "I'm taking care of her baby." He's making up for things in heaven that he couldn't provide in life, and that's what he shows me. He would be helping in heaven because, and usually that's what they do when they weren't here or there for us or a support system for us in heaven. Um, let me ask you a question. Would something be significant with the number 60? It, are, are your parents celebrating, like, would they have been married 60 years or is there a number 60 that comes in? Cause he brings me this number as um, a number. And I'm also getting an important time in March for you. So that's just next month. He brings me an important time in March. And I'm feeling like, is it is it someone's birthday in the house? My birthday, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, because I feel like he would be bringing me a birthday cake for you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Um, And he also talks about, let me just see if he's... Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you have a miscarriage? No. Because there's a baby in heaven. So I don't... Would you my sister, uh, my sister uh, did. Okay. Cause he's holding a baby and I didn't think that this was a baby that came through in life. So he's showing me that this, he's got the baby. I have to say it looks like a boy to me mm. and it's wrapped in a 
blanket. And I feel like he's taking care of this baby. And again, he's just in heaven making up for things that he couldn't do in life for you. And that's why he comes in so strong with these messages. I understand. Mm -hmm. There's also um, someone that comes in who says that she would have known you. She's a girlfriend or friends that you would have lost or known. And I want to go back to high school. Would you have known somebody? Um, And I almost feel like it would have been a suicide. Would you have known somebody? She just said you were always nice to her. She comes in just to say hello. She sees your light. And I get an L, a Lou, or a Lucille, or an L initial. I don't know if it's hers or somebody else in spirit with an L. And we all know that when you replay this, maybe there'll be some memory to what's coming in. But she just, and she's blonde, and she has long blonde hair. Does this, does this, do you have a recall for this person? No, I had a a, a best friend in high school, but, and he passed recently. Um, and was but it he was suicide? a boy. Never a girl. Was it suicide? They, it was a heart, something with his heart, and they never really said what it was. Okay, hold on. Was he blonde? He was blonde, yeah. Okay, I think it's him. I'm sorry, I think it's him. And you knew him from high school? Yeah, we were like best friends. Oh, wow, I'm sorry. Um, he comes in really strong. Um, let me just see. How... Did he surf or like to surf? I'm getting not that no, not that I not that I remember. No. Okay, well if he was your best friend, you'd know because I see yeah. him, I see him like, like maybe it happened after high school where he maybe got into it, but he was in, very into fitness and like working mm-hmm. out. He's um, surfing in heaven, girl. He what? He's surfing in heaven because oh. he's um telling me he he's a big fan of yours. I'm just going to say he said he used to follow you around and he liked being in your energy. Did he never have longer blonde hair though? No. He like to keep it long? Okay. Because I feel like he's got it long now. When I look at him in heaven, he's kind of like not getting haircuts. He's just like really laid back and, and super happy. And he, um, I, did he also smoke cigarettes? Or yeah. Okay, because he's smoking cigarettes. So um, he he did have some congenital heart thing, but I think that either it was not discovered and he would have used drugs and cigarettes and that would have impeded, you know, heart function. Um, yeah, I understand. He said he didn't see you for like 10 years. Was it 10 years? Yeah, it was a really long time. He said he didn't see you for like 10 years, but he always like kept up on what was going on with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he's around you now. Like he wants to, I'm trying to understand what he's trying to say. He's, he's going to stick around and help. He said, cause she, he said that you're definitely making a change in people's psyche. Um, and you're becoming like the person that makes everyone feel like they're inclusive rather than exclusive, which is what a lot of these, you know, people do. They make you feel excluded instead of, hey, I got problems too, but you're really out there doing it. So he wants to help you. And that's what he brings me. Like, um, and he brings, like when he walks in, he brings like this silver platter with all kinds of fruit on it and all kinds of nice things for you. So I feel like this is a birthday offering and wants you to know how close he is with you. And that's, yeah, I, I feel him all the time. Oh, you do? Okay. Mm-hmm. When, 
those are your gifts. So you could, if you got up at five in the morning, you could do your meditation and prayer. And that would be so awesome because an intuitive, intuitively led life is usually the best kind of life. I understand a man comes in. I feel like he's an uncle, um, older man, not, um, and I feel like he would have been part of your childhood. Um, and he walks in and he said, tell her I'm here too. And I said, okay, well, I'd like some more information. I'm getting, do you know a George or a G initial in spirit, a George, a G, Georgiana? Oh, um, no, uh, I had a Dory, an aunt Dory. Is she deceased? Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. I feel like he's with her. Is this would this be her dad or husband? Because I feel like he's with her. Because I heard her name, but I also see him. Oh, okay. Your aunt. Uh, this is your grand. I feel like this is your grandfather on the other side. Then I have an aunt uh, Elizabeth, who her dad. She's with her dad. Uh, that. My my grandfather's the one that just came through, right? Um, and then her, his daughter. Would the Dory aunt be like funny too? Would she have a very fun personality? Yeah, yeah. I feel like she's really like. I feel like when I feel into her energy, I feel like your mom's energy that they brought me. Yes, for sure. Very much alike. And um, she said we had so much fun together. All she did was laugh when you got together and that's what she wants you to remember. She wants you to laugh more. She goes, this girl, she's not laughing. Like we used to laugh. We need to make her laugh more Mm. and really have those belly laughs again. Cause you know, you get into life, you get into the head, you get into function and what you can do next. And we forget that life is meant to be joyful. We're supposed to stop and laugh and just make stuff up in our heads. Yeah. Fine. But she's showing me like these grand meals or these grand dinners that would be prepared that you would have either at your house and she would be invited. Like, I just feel like she was, um, you know, what I, what comes to mind is that, um, that singer that, you know, she hasn't been around for years that used to laugh and hold the maracas. She's just fun. This woman, this woman is so fun. And that's what she brings me um, to make you laugh. She's just making this whole gesture to keep making you laugh and to bring you the joy that you haven't had for a while. And that's what she keeps bringing me. She wants you to have more fun. I understand. Um, And she's speaking very lovingly to you, like the loving words. And she wants you to talk that way to yourself. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Would you, would you have a dog in spirit too that would be like a terrier or pointy ears or? Um, she was like a little multi-poo. Okay. Got Is it, it the one that my grandpa was holding? Well, they're just showing me the dog again. Would it be white or gray? No, she was like black and brown. Okay. Because the first one was different than this one. I so had another I'm- one. And that, uh, similar to her, but she was a little bigger. She was w- all white, okay. kind of more poodle-ish. This is the one I'm with now because she just came in. Oh. Okay. Um, and did you, would you understand the number 14? Was she 14 or were you 14 when you had this one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was closer to 14. 
Yeah, because she shows me that um, you, she talks about you were the one that would, um, you would the, be the, like, you're the one that was always in charge. Yeah, she was my first baby. Because <laughs> yeah. you were in charge of everyone, though, and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you somehow kept everybody on schedule and kept on point. And I want to say, I feel like everybody looked at you as a mother figure in your own house. Mm-hmm. And this is what made you even more um, responsible person and human in the world, Natalie. So it's almost brought out like a hyper responsibility in you, which I do think taps into you not having the joy and the crazy fun and, you know, just letting go. We got to make you let go, girl. I know how. Oh, my God. It's so hard. (laughs) I know. You just have to do like a girl's weekend. Yeah. All I'm going to do is nothing and just get massages and drink a little champagne um, and just have fun. Yeah. Just let go and do nothing and not look at your schedule. You have to do this for yourself because if this dog is telling me how you were like this at 14, it's like things don't change. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And they, they're the, you know, when animals come into your reading, honestly, sweetheart, it's the highest form of love that they come in with the greatest messages. Um, and she she brings that to you, that she just wants you to have fun again. And I want to say, I, I know you have a baby, but I, I feel like animals are very important in your life. Like for you to have an animal, even if it's a bird or a fish, you, you just, you really are connected to the animal world. Um, and that will also make you be in the present moment when you have an animal Mm. they help contain you and bring you back to what's real it's good to know yeah Mm -hmm. um they're showing me uh like a crystal for you it looks like an aquamarine i don't know if you have an aqua crystal or something that would look like a greenish crystal it's absolutely beautiful but i think you will know it when you see it and i would say buy it and use it working with the crystals when you do your morning meditation will certainly help okay do you have any questions that um you know you had you were hoping we'd go to or they didn't get Um, to yet i guess i'm i've been struggling with trying to have another baby and i just want to know if like if that's even in that's going to even be a possibility. Well, the struggle is real, they said. And I want to tell you to stop struggling because the minute you stop struggling, it happens. So I see, yes, it's a possibility, but we want you to stop struggling about it because we have all these deadlines and that's what's the minute you relax and let go. That's when it happens. (laughs) I know. I know. Right. It's counterintuitive, it right? Oh, I gotta have it now. It's, I know. It's so it's saying it could happen. It's just not like a. Yeah, I feel like it will. And I do see a baby blanket that's blue. When they when they show me, it looks like a blue baby blanket, and that could be indicative of a little boy. But not from the miscarriage. No. Or that a miscarriage is coming. No, no, I didn't. I don't see future miscarriages. I saw the miscarriage that happened in spirit that you said it was your sister. Yeah. Can it ever be that 
her, the baby that she miscarried, I have, or is it just two completely different souls that? Hmm. That's a really good question. Um, it's definitely karmic. And, you know, we, what I'd love to tell people, it's true. We, we travel in soul families. So all your, unless the animals reincarnate in this lifetime for you again, or a baby will reincarnate right away in this lifetime for you. Everybody travels together. <laughs> so when you all cross over, you will all come back together in a unit and you'll all have different relationships. So I totally believe that. And everything is definitely karmic. You know, what you experience in this life, you were to that person in a previous life and you're just swapped the sex in this life. Like if you have... 52 bad relationships in this life. Well, I don't know anybody that's had 52. I'm being really dramatic. But let's say you've had five bad relationships with men, one right after another. And everybody's like, oh, I'm just, I'm terrible at picking. It's not that. It's karma. You were that guy to them in a bad, in a bad, in the past life. And wow. you had to clean it up in this life to move forward and for your soul to be free and not have any more nonsense. And I know that. I know that is if my name is Susan Allen. <laughs> I know it to be the truth. Wow. So whatever you experienced in this life, you had been that person in a past life. <sighs> That's why I say karma is quick. Yeah. And most of us don't remember our past lives, right? Which I guess is a good thing. But I'm telling you, the relationships that are the darkest and heaviest to tolerate in this life, because it's because you were that person in a past life. Hmm. And that's why it feels so awful. But when it's done, it's usually complete and done. Wow. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I guess the last question would just be our careers. You know, my fiance's careers, I feel like in the next 10 years, he has so much going on. Um, you know, me, I'm just trying to figure out that next step. But career wise, I mean, is it, is the trajectory good? <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I said that in the beginning. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm, I'm better off relying on spirit to give you the answers, but definitely I see that. And also for your husband, um, it's all good. You know, that which we focus on worrying about never happens, right? <laughs> it just, it, the worry will block anything that comes in. It's almost like you have to let the game come to you. I tell a lot, you're married, you have a baby, you have another one coming. But it's almost like you have to let the game come to you. You have to do good work, keep putting one step in front of the other. And just like the NBA term, let the game come to you. Stop overworking and overthinking everyone because that just kills the joy. And when you're killing the joy, you can't manifest. You're not going to manifest from that place. And yes, we all have bad days because we're here in the human condition. We're stuck in this human form. It's the greatest life ever if you make it so. That, that's, that's what's above is so below. So we're below heaven if we we actually can make our heaven on earth or we can make hell on earth by our thinking, our thoughts and our worries and fears. And a lot of people don't get this till much later in life. And that's okay as long as you get it because you'll see a lot of the stuff that you wanted 10 years ago is here today. Mm-hmm. The stuff that you imagined, that you formulated in your head is here. I started manifesting at 15 with my thoughts, my wants, my needs, and my desires. Like I wanted to meet Mick Jagger. I met him when I was 18. So that was, you know, it's all about what you think about, you're going to bring about. And you know, you know, the laws, the greatest laws are our metaphysics. Our brains are in our head to use. We can compute what we want in there and it spits it out really, really fast. You're right. (laughs) self-processing but you're so right yeah you know this stuff I know that you know yeah but I don't I think everything's good I really do I think everything's good and the sooner that you really believe that in your bones and you stop the worry thoughts you're going to see things like Matt like a tidal wave comes in of good yeah but it's having the feeling. And, you know, I work with a lot of women that can't stop, especially moms. Moms worry more than anybody. I work with a lot of young moms. And they're like, oh, my God, I can't. My, what if something happens to my daughter? I'm like, okay. I know. You're in the wrong thoughts. And why do you think the wrong thoughts? We're in the unconscious collective. We're swimming in it. We're swimming in the chaos of the news. Even if you don't watch the news, you almost have to reprogram your daily thinking. That's the only way to get through it. So you have to block. Every time you have a negative thought, you lean into the light. You lean into God. You lean into the, thank you, God, I have a house. Thank you, God, I have food today. Like the simplest The gratitude, yeah. The, The gratitude is what makes manifestation happen so much better and a little bit easier. Which I have been doing so much better at that, I will say. A yeah. lot of gratitude. Yeah. I always said if I was a mom, oh my God, I would have to I would have triple the amount of work. That's why I think I'm here to serve others. I never became right. a mom mom, but I'm a mom to to fur babies, right? Yeah. But I really know this to be true. The worry thoughts of the young moms that I work with, 
it's almost like it takes them over. And then it's like debilitating sometimes. Yeah. It's like what makes us not be able to go to sleep at night. Like, are they breathing? Are they going to be okay when they're at school? Are they, you know, constantly thinking about what could go wrong instead of just being in the moment and appreciating that they're healthy and that they have a roof over their head. And yeah, you have to just constantly just get yourself out of that mindset, that negative mindset. Um, I know. And I agree. And here's what I'm going to offer you. Turn it over to God. They're God's babies. God used you as the vessel to birth this baby, but God's in charge of them. Mm. You can guide them and tell them, well, don't pick, you know, that dirty thing up off the floor because that's not good for you. You can guide them as much as you can, but all you have to do is see the light around them. Mm -hmm. Bring the light into you and pull all your DNA into that light. It's such a great exercise and it, it starts training the brain. It's like a workout, you know, Mm -hmm. you're training the brain to go into the light, even if the proverbial shit has hit the fan and everything feels bleak that day, you can move into the light and still reverse the fear and negative thinking. It just takes a little work, like lifting it, you know, a 15 pound dumbbell again to do bicep curls. Not that I've ever mm-hmm. done 15 pounds. I've done up to 12. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's a muscle. Your brain, yeah. your brain is going to think all kinds of thoughts. It's ego. And you have to pull that brain back and go, nope. And you just, you just say nothing, 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 nothing. Reprogram. And you start to fill it with God's in charge. God's got her. And if I want to give her some light, I'm going to pull her into my light when I fill myself up with light. It's, you know, that, that lovely proverb. It's not a proverb. It's a saying, like if you're in a plane and the plane's going down, you better put your oxygen mask on first before you put the child's on. Yep. And that really is a wonderful, you know, thinking, I mean, it's not a great thought to think you're going to have a plane, but it's like, if mommy's good, you're great. Then I can take, yeah. Your energy and how you hold your own thoughts and your own good feelings, we're all energy. So whether you tell her everything's good, she feels your energy that you're in worry. Mm. She, and that's really how you're programming your kid. You know, I go back to my own childhood. I think I told you this. My mother was six foot and stunning and she'd come to school and all the little girls in second grade would say, your mommy looks like an angel. And I would tell her, mom, you're so beautiful. And she'd say, no, I'm not. I'm too fat. And she wasn't. She was six foot. So this is the thing you as a mom, you have the one thing that you do have is to work on yourself. Mm -hmm. That's how you change your children. That's how you encourage your children to love themselves by, I mean, not be a narcissist where, you know, all you're doing is looking in the mirror and doing your own right. makeup all day. But when you treat yourself beautifully and lovingly, self-love, and healthy, yeah, you fill your energy field with peace and calm. This is work. This is your job. That's why we're here. So above, so below is to change the common thinking that takes over because the unconscious collective is usually in chaos and the news and the vaccines and the wars and the this. It's when you take control of that, you start to change the world one child at a time. Mm. That's, That's what you do have control over you. 
Yeah. So powerful. It's so powerful. And I hope that everyone listening to this can just even take, you know, a fraction of that and implement it in their lives. And also the beauty of that is, you know, on another level is like when you start really loving yourself and trusting yourself and not, you know, I, I, people text me and go, why haven't I heard from you? I miss you. You know, people in my community and I'm like, I just spend a lot of time alone because I actually like being alone. I love being alone. I love working with spirit. I love meditating and I don't need to be the party girl and go to a million parties like I used to. And I just don't do that. And I let the game come to me. My clients find me. I have amazing clients that call me out of the blue that I don't know how they find me, but I know that they find me because when you work on you and you help enough people just from your own energetic field, that's how you change your children and the world. And I love this saying, I think um, it came from one of Wayne Dyer's books, who was is a spiritual mentor of mine. He said, Jesus would walk into a city and the whole city would change just by his presence alone. He didn't say a word. He just wow. didn't walk into a town and everybody would be different. Wow. What a thing. If you realize we are, we are part of that, we are God, we are made from the image of God. And we have such amazing power, but most of us don't see it. Or most of us are bogged under trauma or fears or, you know, family issues or sadness or feelings of self-loathing or, or addictions. And it's the job is to work on you. And the only way to work on you is through the power of love. You can't try to, go in and and bully yourself into being better. The only way through it is to love yourself and to be compassionate to yourself like you would, you know, a homeless person on the street that's not doing well. That compassion for yourself is what will bring everything up in the world and your own business and your family. And, you know, it's just, the light. It's working in the light. Not always easy. I get pissed at my husband. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love you, but I don't like you. <laughs> it's not always easy. I mean, yes. I just, I found myself yelling at him today and I'm like, why am I yelling? <laughs> so, so, and he's just looking at me. This is because we're in the human condition, but then I have to go sit in the light because I'm right. like, wait, I don't want to feel bad and I don't want him to feel bad. I'm just going to so sit in the light and feel better about all of this. I love it. I love it. I love you. Thank you for doing this. Um, I, I appreciate you more than you know. I, I definitely needed that. So please tell everybody where they can find you if they want a reading um, or just to reach out to you. Where can they find you? SusanAllenMedium.com. And that is, uh, I do my privates and I, I have a lot of events that I'm, I've been doing events almost every weekend and I'm getting a lot of amazing, you know, responses. And I, I just love the work. I just, I can't, can't say that this isn't an amazing life that was created here. <laughs> Well, we're lucky to have you in it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Same to you, sweetheart. Okay. We'll chat soon and have fun in France. Bye.
Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh, you guys. Let's do a quick recap on what just happened. (laughs) I'm recording this the next day because I just needed some time to like process all of that information. And I'm glad that I did because I ended up going to dinner with my mom and my sisters and I told them everything that happened. So here are a few notes from my end. Okay. The waking up early is crazy because I have been really hard. Well, I'm always hard on myself, but I've been really hard on myself because I'm like, I just need to get up earlier. I need to, um, I just, I don't feel as productive when I wake up. My, by the way, my waking up late is like maybe 6.45, 7. You know, Piper's up by 6. And so daddy gets up with Piper and they'll come downstairs. They'll play a little bit. And then I am able to like rest a little bit longer. And then I go downstairs and, you know, get breakfast done, lunches and all of that. Now, for some of you, you're probably thinking, that's totally fine. Who cares? Just, you know, sleep is so important, which I totally hear you. Um, but I also feel like there is something to be said about getting up early. And it, there's, and Mel Robbins um, posted something about like scientifically and like the reason why if you end up hitting the snooze button, why, it, you know, you become more groggy and, and whatnot. Um, go to her, her Instagram. She has it up there. But it's fascinating. Um because you want to go into like another sleep cycle. So the second you you hit snooze and you sort of doze back off, your body automatically goes into like the 75 minute sleep cycle. So if you're waking up before that 75 minutes, you're just going to be more tired and because your body is still like in sort of sleep mode, if you will. Um, and honestly, I go to bed pretty early anyways. Like I can make 5 a.m. work. I can make those early times work. I need to start getting better at like, you know, just getting things done and I'm I've, I'm feeling a little lazy and I hate that word. I hate the word lazy. Um, but I feel like I am I am getting a little impiquita lazy. Uh, and so I think that by getting up earlier, it's just gonna sort of just get me productive. With that said, this morning, <laughs> I hit the snooze button. But to my defense, I, um, and by the way, I didn't even hit this news button. I just turned that shit off. I was like, nope, not today. <laughs> so dark outside. I was like, nah, it's so cold. Nope. Which is part of the reason that's why it's so hard. But, um, I was like, I'm just going to meditate. Cause I was up. Like I, I felt awake and I was like, I'm just going to lay here and I'm just going to meditate. Cause I love to meditate and like be with my thoughts. And normally I do it at night before I go to sleep. Cause it just sort of puts me to sleep. That's sort of the problem that I meditated in the morning and then, it put me back, and then it put me back to sleep. Whatever. I'm trying. All right. That was the first thing. Second thing, the grandmother with the long white hair. My mom said that that was her dad's grandma. That was her dad's mom. My mom's grandma. Um, her name was Conchita. And it's weird because we always call. So my mom technically is a Conchita because her name was Concepcion and um, they call her Conchita. My mom hates the name Conchita. She just doesn't like it. But um, but we ended up calling Piper sometimes Conchita like when she does things that's very like my mom-esque. We're like, hi, little Conchita, right? So it's so weird that that grandmother who my mom said I may have met like once is sort of guiding me through this life, right? 
so weird um and then my grandfather came through that is my mom's dad and he actually came through the first reading as well um and it's true you know he was the one that you know abducted my grandma and and did all had all these crazy stories that my mom has which by the way she i i want her to come on and we were talking the other night and um and just the amount of stories this woman has but uh you know she had dealt with so much growing up with him and so for him to come back and feel so much like remorse i think is just fascinating and you know how would how would susan know that you know what i mean for those that don't believe yeah it's just so so weird and yeah you know my sister did have the miscarriage i thought that was crazy to think that like you know could it be her baby that i end up having like the same soul wild right um and then when my aunt came through i thought it was one aunt that passed away but I, I'm thinking it might have been the other one now thinking back on like the letters that she said and like all those other things. Um, I think it was I think it was my my grandfather's daughter, my mom's sister that that came out because that would make a little bit more sense. Um, and then lastly, with um, my friend Andrew, she was a little off with like the long hair being a girl and something with an L and Alexa or whatever. I mean, I, his name is Andrew. So maybe it was the a, I don't know. Yeah, that one was really hard for me, or not hard, but just interesting to hear about because we were so close during high school and then sort of lost touch. And I think a lot of us have a friend like that in life that you like, you know, we're so close with and then years pass and you live your life and you have kids and you and you always think about them. Like, I wonder where they are. I wonder how they're doing. And he was that one person for me that um, he started sort of, he started sort of, not doing so well and I knew that and you know we would like touch base here and there throughout the years but like not nearly enough as we should have and it sort of always bothered me but I unfortunately I knew that like I couldn't surround myself with like toxic people and with people that were you know just not in like a good headspace uh, because I think that when you're sensitive and when you're going through things, it's just, it brings you down and boggles you down. And, and so he just had a lot of issues and a lot of things, unfortunately, that just circumstantial and, and it kills me and it makes me feel bad, but also I had to protect myself, you know? Um, but I always thought about him. And then when I found out that he had passed away, it just like killed me. It was during the whole 2020, right? He passed, my aunt passed, my grandfather passed. And it's weird that they all came out, um, in that reading. So just so fascinating you know it, again whether you believe in this or you don't that's totally fine um and i respect that and um i think it, you know taking it with a grain of salt but for me it was it was super interesting and and it was you know it was good to know that sort of it was almost boring in a sense because she was like yeah you're good <laughs> you know like nothing crazy is gonna happen trajectory is good and i always worry about that that's always one of my biggest fears for some reason is just like either not finding my purpose or, or feeling like I'm I'm derailed or I'm not doing what I meant to be doing and, and that's where I think I'm very hard on myself and I need to just chill but she's right um and the, the laughing thing was also something else that like I've been telling myself that I'm although I'm the happiest I've ever been I'm also not like as giggly and like let loose as I used to be and it's funny that my aunt said that and that that came out 
because it's it's weird. Like the waking up in the morning and the, and the laughing thing are things that I, I genuinely think about. So it's so bizarre. And look, you know, if you have a reading, you're going to have your own things and, you know, certain things will come out. But it's weird that those two things were like so in my face. And then my dogs, how crazy is that? Pickles and boo-boo. Oh my gosh. Um, anyways, all very cool. Again, if you guys uh, are interested in in doing that, you guys can go to her Instagram, Susan Allen Medium, or just go to her um, her website and let her know I sent you. Craziness. All right, guys. I love you all. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening and supporting. Um, I hope you guys have a beautiful week. Remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.